Welcome to the Black and Green Podcast, your go-to place to find the latest high-quality, all-natural products created by Black artisans. Hosted by yours truly, Dr. Kristen H., we'll discuss all things health, wellness, self-care, and self-love. We'll feature a refreshing lineup of guests, including entrepreneurs, artisans, holistic lifestylists, clean beauty experts, and a plethora of other innovators within the wellness industry. I hope that you join us for this amazing journey. Welcome back to the Black and Green Podcast. We are so excited for our special guest from the Happy Pop-Up. We have Kianti. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, what's up in the building? We were so excited to be here with you. So first of all, tell us about happiness. Like, I think feel like when we hear the word happiness we feel like that's not something that black people get to own mm-hmm. and there's almost this selfishness about trying to be happy okay. why did you build a whole brand around happiness well first of all I think um to touch on the first point about that's not something black people owned I think the reason why black people have felt like it's not it's not something that's tangible is because when we think happiness, we think of materialism things. Like we think about owning this big house, this big car, having a, if you know, if you're single, having a husband, having all this money. And so we, we link happiness to the wrong things. And it's not really about, you know, having things. It's about, it's an internal job. It's about, you know, being intentional um, in how you show up in the world. It's about how you feel in your body and your spirit and your soul. And it's not a, not really about that. Um, I tell people all the time, I actually, I use the word happiness, but what it's kind of like putting the sugar in the medicine because mm. I'm not really teaching happiness. What I'm teaching people how to be is more resilient, but I use happiness because that's a trigger word that makes people smile and I like making people smile, but what I'm really doing is giving them practical tools for resilience. Mm, so let's talk about it. What yeah. are some practical tools for resilience? So, um, I mean, the first one, and this is one that I feel like our grandparents knew, especially if you grew up in the church, right? It's like your grandmother or some older person or seasoned person (laughs) in your life always told you to count your blessings, right? And um, a lot of what I teach people in terms of tools are rooted in the science of positive psychology. And so I don't really use the psychology word a lot because black people don't like psychology or Mm -hmm. we're not as um warm on that word and so that's another reason why I say happiness it's like you know not using words that trigger us but help us to learn so that's why Mm -hmm. happiness is a word that I use but gratitude is one counting your blessings gratitude is one and it's really about um you know helping you to think forward and not think about what you don't have because a lot of people in our community that look like us don't have And, you know, me, myself, I grew up not having a lot because I, you know, grew up in a single parent home. But one thing I will say is I learned at an early age to be grateful for what I did have um, because my mother provided and we were grateful for food on the table and clothes on our backs. And she would always tell us, you better be grateful. I ain't give y'all away, (laughs) which is the funny (laughs) thing um, because we were crazy kids. But. Um, you know, gratitude is, is one way and there's a lot of research behind why gratitude works. Um, and it's just one of the, actually it's one of the most scientifically proven ways to increase your happiness levels and well-being, mental well-being, um, for, for all of us. Mm. Another way I would say is, uh, self-awareness, uh, because when you are aware of what is 
draining you or what is stealing your joy or taking your joy, uh, you can do something about it. Yeah. Right. And um, one of the things I'm always aware of, no pun intended, <laughs> is like taking inventory. Right. So I was talking to one of my friends uh, recently. We were talking about how often do you really take inventory of things in your life that bring you joy? A lot of us can sit and like, we can name everything that pisses us off. Mm. Easy. We can name every person that gets on our nerves. Easy. But when you say, okay, well, what makes you happy? It takes you a second. And you're, you're not like, thinking about that. Right. You're not thinking yeah. about that. Right. And so you're like, well, I mean, coffee or, you yeah, know, like yeah. tea or just different things. So having self-awareness or taking inventory of things that make you happy. Right. Right. Or right. bring you joy and then figuring out, OK, well, clearly I don't do this enough. So right. how do I incorporate it more of, more, that. more of that in my life? Yeah, I think that's interesting, too, talking about like the framing of it. Mm-hmm. I was at one of my doctor the other day, and I was talking about, like, health and wellness. And just, like, you know, she's asking, like, okay, what are you here to complain about? I was like, nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to be proactive and make yeah. sure. And I said something to her. I was like, you know, my goal is to stay out of the hospital. And mm-hmm. she was like, you know. That's good. She, and she said something so interesting to me. She was like, the way the brain works is it just is going to hear hospital. Yes. She was like, your goal is to be healthy. And then the brain here is healthy. And I thought that was so interesting about you and the way that we frame our Mm -hmm. words and the things that we focus on, like, Mm -hmm. can manifest itself in the body. So I love that what you were basically kind of saying, this idea, okay, of take inventory of the things that make you happy and have that repeating in your head of the things that you want versus the things that kind of... I don't want. I don't want. Even when you're setting goals, like, I remember... um, you know, reading an article a long time ago, I can't even remember where I, where it, you know, where I got it from, but it was like, you know, when people are setting goals at the beginning of every year, they're like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to stop doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop doing that. And I'm going to stop drinking, whatever. And then it's like, well, your brain doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. You have to tell your brain what you're going to start doing. doing. Yeah. So I'm going to start eating more vegetables versus right. I'm going to stop eating fast food and right. say, like that's how you trick your brain. So you have to trick mm-hmm. almost trick yourself into doing things that make you a healthier person yeah. or a happier person. I mean, the power of the brain is so interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about like positive psychology. Mm-hmm. It really comes down to your brain can literally change your reality. Absolutely. Because your reality is set through your eyes and your perception so if you control your perception you can control your reality it's sort of like the whole law of attraction absolutely how do you that concept can feel very fuzzy when people like oh law of attraction attract what you want or Mm -hmm. control your perception like for some people who are like really in it it can feel like that's not real like how do you like put some meat to that concept um well first the first way is self-awareness so Mm -hmm. like building that self-awareness muscle I think um, another thing is, and this is more if it's still kind of touchy feely, but I'll get to like the concrete version of it is like self compassion, mm-hmm. um, and that part is, you know, allowing your words to change the perception of who you think you are okay. or who you think you're okay. not. So, if I'm always um, saying I'm not this or I'm not good with money. Right. Then you never so that you never will be good with mm-hmm. money. It's like this self-fulfilling prophecy of your what you think, what you say and then your behavior. Mm. So if you work backwards. Right. So I'm 
I'm I'm man, I'm learning how to manage money versus I'm not good with money. Mm. I'm learning how to do a budget versus I'm not mm-hmm. doing a budget or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I think that's one way of just like um, being kinder to yourself in the in the words that you speak so that it can impact mm-hmm. your thoughts that will impact your behavior. Um, I think that's one way. And then circling back um, mindset. Mm. I think mindset is a big thing. There's this lady, um, Carol Dweck, mm-hmm. you know, she talks about mindset all the time and this idea of having a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset And the mm. growth mindset believes that I can learn how to versus the fixed mindset. It's like, girl, that's just how I am. Yes. Like I just can't. Right. Mm-hmm. But learning how to talk back to this fixed mindset of can't and, and will, and I will learn and, um, just figuring out how to just change your words so that you can change your behavior. Yeah. yeah. And then there's, there's this interesting thing that's called, um, taking yourself to court. Mm. Right. And mm-hmm. this is more around like, this is, I'm really nerding out. So it's like, um, like around like the cognitive behavioral type of, mm-hmm. uh, interventions. Right. So they talk about this idea of you have a thought and you have all of this evidence that supports this thought, mm-hmm. this negative thought, mm-hmm. right? This mm-hmm. negative whatever. And if you can find one positive thought that combats that, you've dispelled this thought mm-hmm. and you've mm-hmm. just won the case against mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think is a good idea to make it more tangible. It's just like take yourself to court every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that's what you have to do if it's either, you know, mindfully doing it, you know, in your thoughts or actually writing it down. Mm-hmm. I have to write stuff out because when I write it, it makes it real for me yeah. versus cloudy and in the air and mm-hmm. airy. I'm like, I write stuff down so that I can see it. Yeah. Make it real. That makes it real for mm-hmm. me. So I hope that makes sense. No, I that makes like- a lot of sense. I mean, <laughs> this idea. Okay. So I used to say all the time, I hate traffic. I hate traffic. I yeah. hate traffic. I hate traffic. And someone one time said, you have a car. Yeah. You live in Washington, DC. Yes. You're going to be in traffic. (laughs) And so they were like, you have a choice. Either every single time this inevitable thing happens in your life, you'll be miserable. Or you can shift the way you think about those moments. That I have alone time. Yes. I can listen to an amazing podcast like the Black and Green podcast. Hey. Okay. You see, (laughs) let's just slide that in there. You know, or I I can think things through. You know, so like it was like it was very interesting. Or make some phone calls. calls. Because, you know, we busy people. So it's like call people. You ain't call your mama and it's like it's a built-in way to get so she's like you can your you can control your level of joy mm-hmm. or happiness in that moment absolutely totally depending on how you frame it do i control whether or not i'm going to be in traffic no no but can i control the way i respond I, yeah i can send the car for 30 minutes i hate this i'm so miserable yeah, i hate it i'm yeah. just sitting here and i'm moving on. or i could be like i just got a 30 minute gift yes of a long of time. time to do Whatever I want to do mm-hmm. that doesn't require eyes, <laughs> okay, or hands, or hands, mm-hmm. right? And so I think that that idea of learning to try to shift your brain of how you react, yes, because life is inevitable going to have ups and downs. Absolutely, there's going to be high moments. There's going to be low moments. Yeah, and I remember at one point in my life, my goal was to minimize the low moments, like yeah, only have high, mm-hmm. and then. A, you know, through my journey, I realized that's not the goal. Yeah. The low is inevitable. My Absolutely. goal is to try to find balance 
that when those low moments happen, I don't sink low. And the reverse, when those high moments happen, I'm not on cloud nine. Like, yes. how do I keep that evenness? I think it's really important. And yeah. your thoughts is a big part of that. It's huge. And I think that's the misconception that people have about me. They're like, oh, you know, you call yourself the, the happiness curator. So you're happy all the time. I see all your pictures on the gram and you always cheesing. I'm like, no, that's just a part of it. But the real is I don't wake up every morning beaming rainbows and sunshine. Mm-hmm. I wake up on the wrong side of bed <clears throat> like like everybody else. The difference between me in 2018 and Chianti in 2010, because mm-hmm. <laughs> it ain't that been that long ago, <laughs> you know, I'm still being delivered. Okay. Um, One it's day just, at a time. Listen, it's just being able to better, to better manage my, my, my emotions. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's healthy to believe that you're never going to be sad or um, have a day when you're feeling low or you're never going to be angry. It's not really about that. It's about learning how to better manage those emotions and move through it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say it's all about being more resilient and being able to do the heavy lifting. You know yes. what I mean? And things like gratitude, things like self-awareness, um, things like shifting your lens and how you mm-hmm. view things will change your entire experience it in will. life. Um, and I think that's that's important for our community because I think for a long time, and this is just something that's been on my heart. Let me talk about Let it. Let it go. You like for stay. a long time, I think um, growing up in the South, it's like, oh, just pray about it. And then, but you're still miserable after you've prayed about it. Mm-hmm. And I think the missing ingredient has been action. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, um, there's, um, Sonia Lubomirsky has the how happiness, right? Mm-hmm. And she talks about, all right, so you have this happiness pie and 50% is genetics. That's your set point. But there's a, 40% that allows you to do something intentional, your intentional mm-hmm. activity. Then, you know, this, this small 10%, that's circumstance. Yep. So only 10% is derived, 10% of whatever your happiness pie is derives from your situation. But that 40%, you have to actively be, uh, you have to be an active player in your life, yes. right? You got to be the captain of your ship. You mm-hmm. have to do things so I can pray, but Faith without works is dead. Yes. So if I'm not doing these things, if I'm not being aware of what I'm consuming, if I'm not being aware of people that are in my circle that are crazy and draining my energy, then I'm not going to experience a happier life yes. or a life of of joy. And I think a lot of our people, people that look like us, need to know that. Yeah. We don't feel powerful in that. So we, I think that gives us power knowing that I, if I'm intentional, I can control how I feel yes. every day. Yes. Oh, that's such a good uh, point because I think people of color deal with so much systematic racism. That's a word. The environments that we're in. Yeah. You know, whether it's work, whether it's home, whether it's school, like the deck is literally stacked against us. Yeah. And so sometimes it can feel that I am just responding mm-hmm. to the energy and mm-hmm. the system that I'm in that already has it stacked against me. Yeah. And the thing I tell people all the time is your circumstance. There's someone else out there yeah. who has a worse circumstance Absolutely. than you, who's more grateful more than you happy, are and happier than the you The happiest are. cities and the wor- places in the world are poor. Are poor. So yeah. I tell people all the time, happiness is purely a mindset. Absolutely. And the second that you start to shift your mindset, mm-hmm. things open up for you. And mm-hmm. I mean, I have seen this happen in my own life. So like, I'm like a testimony to it. Absolutely. And I had to be frank. Like when I started like, okay, let me me start trying to uh, law of attraction get my mind right yeah. writing down what i want talking yeah. about my gratitude 
it started happening. Absolutely. And I was freaked out. I was like, wait a minute now, wait a minute now. I'm not ready for all this. Yeah. But it's like, it's an amazing thing that when you really do your work, and you are intentional about surrounding yourself with other people who are doing their work, surrounding yourself with people who are motivating you in the right ways, things happen exactly the way that you want them. And so that was a really interesting point for me when I realized if I am sad it's because i want to be sad absolutely it's a choice it's a choice that's the happiness is a choice it's a choice yes i got a ticket the other day for 250 dollars. yes old Kristen would have been upset about that for weeks because yeah. i don't like wasting money i don't like tickets yeah i like everything about it would have just triggered me yeah. but i remembered in that moment i was like oh man but at least i'm blessed that i actually have 250 dollars to pay it Okay, like I can pay this. I can pay it. Yes. It doesn't yes. mean that my car is about to be towed. You no, know, I'm still driving I'm my still car. Driving I'm my safe. Car. I'm, I'm safe. Yeah. I'm alive, and I can afford to pay this ticket. Absolutely. I'm gonna still go down to the DMV and try to contest it. <laughs> but it didn't. It didn't pull my energy. No, the way it didn't that control it used you. To. It didn't control me. It did not control me. And that's a hard <laughs> thing to get your circumstances to not control the way you show up. Yeah, and you know what's interesting? I feel like. Like when I was growing up, um, I feel like to me as a kid, because my mom was a single parent, um, things that were normal were like stress was normal. Mm. You know, um, overwhelm was normal. Living paycheck to paycheck was normal. And these were things that I didn't know were issues Mm. until I became an adult. And I'm like, hold up. It's not normal to be stressed out all the Mm -hmm. time. Like you were saying, I can choose how I'm feeling, Mm. things are going to always be happening. Right. But I don't have to allow those things to control me. And I feel like even, um, when I was in my early twenties, I think the shift for me to, to want to even do this work was when I realized that I did have the power. Mm. So when I felt empowered about changing my own situation and my own mindset, I was like, this stuff is real and it works. And, People should know about this. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like my friends should know. Everybody should know, which is kind of how I got into it. You know, and I, it was first a nonprofit. Anyway, I feel like everything I've done is been centered around helping people get tools that yes. I, you know, that I have ex- access and exposure to. And it's evolved eventually to this happiness work. work right. Yes. But it's always been around giving people the tools because when we have the tools and when we have the language, mm-hmm. I think that growing up, I didn't have the language. I didn't mm-hmm. know how to express what I was feeling like even with like mental health and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people in our community, we don't know what it is. We don't know how to express what we're feeling, but when you have the language, it gives you power. Mm-hmm. And when you have the tools, it gives you power. Yes. So that's why I'm continuing to do this. Cause I'm like, I have language and tools. I can change this. Yes. You know what I mean? I can change how I feel about getting a ticket. You yes. know, I can change mm-hmm. my perception on whatever. It's all about being empowered. Mm. Um, because in our community, we have something called, we, we learn hopelessness. Mm. We learn, oh, this is a burden. The system is out to get us. This is something that we learn. Our parents tell us this. Our grandparents tell us this. But what they fail to teach us is we are empowered. We are yeah. empowered people. Yeah. And that's why I love this whole black excellence movie, move, movement. That's why I love when Black Panther came out because I think it is giving us that empowerment that yes. we've been needing as a whole community. Yes. Thanks to our artisan for joining us. And now to our moment of meditation with Dr. Crystal Jones.
wherever you are right now, just take a moment to experience your awareness. Notice what you see, notice what you hear, notice what you feel. What do you taste? Notice your being for what it is right now. Take a deep breath in. And as you exhale, let it all the way out. And as you're exhaling, think about that oxygen moving to your heart. Get rid of those toxins that happen from residual volume when we don't completely breathe in and out. As you breathe in and you exhale fully, you're letting go of what's no longer serving you so that the oxygen that comes to your heart allows you to give and receive love with boundaries, but no longer the walls that the toxicity creates. Continue in this breath, continue in this being. And as you're in this being, start to become the love that you seek in this world. Start to become the forgiveness that you seek in this world. Become the acceptance that you seek in this world and watch the universe mirror that back to you. I just wanted you to know that I am here always for you, with you. Listen closely. The truth is within my voice. Come back to me as often as you'd like. I'll be here. Sincerely, your breath. I hope that you enjoyed the meditation with Dr. Crystal. Sometimes we all need a reminder to just stop and take a break, stop and clear our minds, stop and be present. But now we're going to hop back into the conversation with our artisan. if you disagree okay. i think black people take pride in the struggle yes oh 100 i'm sorry i'm clapping yes 100 percent. <laughs> i think we take pride in it to the point that when you don't struggle you feel guilty all the whew, girl you about to and so if i if i have to if if blackness and struggle go hand in hand you aren't allowed to be happy Absolutely because not. somehow you're less black if, if life are. is too easy. Mm-hmm. And so I think that sometimes we find ourselves looking for struggle, looking for reasons, looking to be upset. for reasons to be upset, and looking for anger, whatever. looking for anger, just looking for that frustration or looking for a challenge. I have literally seen mm-hmm. people do things the hard way so yeah. they could say, I did it the hard way. I'm self-made. I'm, I, I overcame yeah. a lot. Obstacles and challenges. Is, that's the language we use. use. I am not self-made. There is a tribe of women behind me that support me to yes. being where I am. Absolutely. There I, were ancestors that came. I'm yeah, standing on the shoulders, shoulders. Yeah. of people who struggled so that I didn't have to. How do we help 
people change that narrative that somehow blackness and struggle have to go hand in hand? I think it starts with people like us and we have to start changing our stories. Mm. So people that have platforms, people that have a voice that people listen to, we have to start changing our dialogue and then that's how it spreads. I don't Mm. think, you know, it's just an intentional, like yeah. intentional conversations you have with your friends and family. And you, when you see them going down that road of woe is me, it's like, yeah. hold up. No, no, we're not that's doing not that. what we're doing. Yeah. We're not doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. That's not cool. It's not mm-hmm. cool to struggle. Yeah. yeah. We came from struggle, but that doesn't define who we are. Exactly. And I, I am guilty of that. I believe that, you know, as I've been growing as a woman, I remember and my, one of my line sisters checked me on it one day. She was just like, everybody has a struggle story. Mm-hmm. That's not who you are. Like yeah. I would always say, you know, I grew up poor and da, da, da. that would be like the end of the story. But it's like, actually <laughs> you got a job that pays you well. You mm-hmm. live in DC. Mm-hmm. You got a, you got mm-hmm. an apartment. You got a nice car. You know, I got mm-hmm. a car like changing like the story that I'm, sh- I'm sharing because everybody wants to share the struggle story as a bash, but we just have to start the yes. conversation. We have right. to change the conversation. I think that's so powerful because when I say all this time that blackness for black women is revolutionary mm-hmm. because nothing in our history told us that we could be happy. That's true. Right? That's true. Nothing told us that we could. Yeah. Yet black girl magic is real. It's so it's yes. so real. Yeah. So that makes me excited. Yes. Yeah. Because you literally and Black Boy Joy is right. I Give love them. seeing this, yes. like this whole. I I so I do believe it's shifting a little mm-hmm. bit, and I think it's up to us, the gatekeepers or the the dialogue people having these dialogues and platforms, to make sure that we're having conversations and to make sure that it's accessible to people mm-hmm. who aren't just us. Yeah. So like we can have this conversation, and we live we we operate in the same space, but what about the people who aren't in our spaces? Right. So we have to figure out. How do we get these conversations that we're having? It's like we're soaking Everywhere. up all the goodness mm-hmm. to them, to yeah. other people. Um, and that's why I like having my event, like the pop-up, because it's like I'm making it accessible. I'm making happiness accessible to people who normally wouldn't think about it. Yeah. To Even to my siblings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like to people who normally wouldn't think, oh, I can be happy. And I, I, see, a, happy. I see a shift, right? Mm-hmm. So by you being yourself, by me being myself, we are shifting perspectives of the people that are closest to us. And we're creating a contagion of change and joy for people that look like us. So we have to continue to stand in our power and we have to continue to be who we are Mm. um, and show them how we can be. Struggle is not the norm. We can change the norm. So I always know it's so easy with these conversations because I get so excited and passionate about it that you can <laughs> think so big. Yeah. And I'm always trying to like, okay, let me think of concrete things that people can do who are yeah. starting this process, starting mm-hmm. this journey. I know one of the things that I did, if you're in a relationship or with the partnership, I think that sometimes relationships can be the best reflection of who you are. Yeah. It could also be the time where you show your ugly side the yeah. most and it yeah. can bring out all the bad in you and I found something that's very useful for relationship and just life is waking up in the morning and telling your partner three things you're great you're grateful for absolutely that will make a world of difference Mm -hmm. of setting up how you think about each other how you think about your day just wake up in the morning and quickly say three things you're grateful for maybe they're related to your partner maybe they aren't but Mm -hmm. just setting your mindset from the beginning of the day not don't wake up like oh I don't want to go to this job yeah or waking up like oh I gotta go cook this meal or oh I gotta go wash these clothes like if you start your day with that negative self-talk you 
you will carry that thread you, yeah. the rest of the day versus waking up like, I am thankful that I get to have this amazing conversation Absolutely. on this podcast today. Yeah. I am thankful that it's a snow day and I get time to get some work done. Yep. I am thankful that I have a partner that cooks me meals, yeah, right? Yep, yep. Can I find three things I'm not grateful for? Absolutely. But yeah. that's not the goal, right? I want to yeah. keep myself in that positive space. Like mm-hmm. what are other like concrete tactical things that people can do to start shifting their mindset? Cause I think of people like, I know I need to shift my mindset, but I don't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, um, the gratitude is one. And then, um, like I was saying earlier, this whole piece about self-compassion and that's like the affirmations piece mm-hmm. of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so not just saying I'm grateful for, but what are you proud of? So it's easy to say, especially for us high achievers, it's easy to get trapped into this this bunny hole of, oh, I got so much stuff to do. But like, what are you celebrating your wins? Mm. Right. And a win can be I woke up this morning and tied my shoes or I made up my bed. Mm -hmm. Right. So finding things that you are proud of. And that's like I call it my self affirmation. So at the end of the day, I journal and I say, Keonti, I'm proud that you didn't cut somebody out today. I mean, you know, God is still working on me. (laughs) Or, you know, um, I'm inspired when you have uh, fruitful conversations Mm -hmm. with potential clients or just finding, so it's not just about the gratitude, but it's also about, like, celebrating yourself and speaking Mm -hmm. kindness to yourself. Mm -hmm. So learning how to be kind to yourself and learning how to be your own best friend is what I call it. Because... As women, we're so good at being everybody else's best Mm. friend, but we don't know how to support ourselves. So learning how to support yourself and how you do that is through affirmations. How you do that is by celebrating yourself. Um, How you do that is by making time for Mm. Mm self-care. And and what does that look like? So I have a best friend who has three daughters and a husband, you know, and self-care looks different from her than it does for me. So self-care for her could be, you know what? Um, once a week, I'm going to take one hour to just be silent and maybe go to the mall and walk around mm-hmm. without my children mm-hmm. while my husband babysits them. Self-care for me as a single person could be, well, Sunday, I'm not answering any emails. I'm turning my laptop off. I'm not answering any phone Ooh, calls. Girl, I need to do that. That just makes me scared <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> but, you know, one day or even 30 minutes. So it's about finding quality time for yourself by yeah, yourself. Yeah. So that's one way as well. Um, I would say um, also getting being having movement in your body. So if you're not a gym person, taking a walk or doing yoga or even just stretching every day, moving your body, because when your body's stiff, you don't feel as good mm-hmm. when you're not moving, you're not feeling as good and being aware of what you're putting in yes. your body. If you're eating junk, you're going to feel like junk. Yes. So That's being back. Yeah. You know, it's just like the little things, your like mental that. health and your physical health are connected. connected. Yeah. So it's no way to separate them. Period. Point yeah. blank. Like heavy food makes you feel heavy. Yeah. It is what it is. If yeah. you eat something sweet, you're going to have a crash. It is what it is. Absolutely. When you eat a lot of dairy, you're probably going to break out and feel bloated. It, Absolutely. Like, the food that you eat directly connects to how you yeah. feel. And once you can, like, I mean, if you think about it logically for like 10 seconds, like you are <laughs> like, it's like a, a, a plan. Like if you Absolutely. water it with fertilizer, it's going to grow. If you yeah. water it with Kool-Aid, it's going to die. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's the same thing. Like your your body <laughs> needs nutrients, Absolutely. right? And when it's nourished and it has what it needs, it's going to thrive. Absolutely. And you know, a lot of, a lot of, so, so practical, right? Yeah. So practical is dr- 
what can I do? One thing I can do. So don't try to change all this stuff no, at once. So what happens is you need to figure out what are small things. What is two or three things I could change this week, whether yeah. mentally, mentally, physically, spiritually, or nutritionally, three things. Let me mm-hmm. just three things and stop there. Yes. You know, because and give yourself a month. Yes. Like, yeah, give exactly. Yourself a month to don't change try to, it. Yeah. No. Don't try to do everything mm-hmm. all at once because you get exhausted or you just won't do it or stop. Doing exactly. It. Yeah. I know uh, for me, the first thing I did is I stopped drinking soda. Yeah. And there was a month where that's all I focused on. Yeah, absolutely. Every other bad habit I had, I yeah. kept. Yeah. <laughs> and I just cut out soda. And then once I felt like that was a habit that felt easy, I mm-hmm. wasn't worried about doing it. Then I picked up my next habit. And absolutely. then I picked up my next habit. Because so creating new healthier happier habits habits. so it's that it falls back to habits also we're talking about consumption in your body like what are you consuming in the rest of the ports in your life Mm. your eyes what are your eyes consuming what are your ears consuming right what are you saying so all of that stuff contributes to anything in practical don't always what you know we love reality TV, but maybe you should narrow it down to yes. two days a week versus like every day. That is a word. I remember I went through my my reality TV phase, mm-hmm. with, and unfortunately, a lot of reality TV, particularly with women of color, you see them fighting each negative other constantly. Images. It's negative in- images of black women, black women friendships, black mm-hmm. women partnerships, black women business. It's just a lot of cattiness. And yes. what I found is that I unconsciously absorbed it. Absorbed right? it oh, absolutely, and I. I kind of perpetuated it onto the women in my life. Like I was looking at them with the side eye, like, "Mm." Uh and the second that I started to purge that and I, the way I purged it is I just turned off my cable because Mm -hmm. I didn't know if I, because it is addictive. If I turn to the channel right now, I will watch one episode and one episode turns into the full season because now I need to know what Nene is talking about. So like I have to just not watch it because, and is it entertaining? Yes. Is it funny? Yes. But, what impact is it having on you unconsciously that you may not even be realizing? And then Absolutely. you have to ask yourself, is that entertainment worth no. damaging your my relationship? My spirit, my soul, my right. relationships. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It's a balance. It's like yeah. chocolate chip cookies are delicious. I can't eat them every day right. because <laughs> the impact it has on my body isn't yeah, worth it. So absolutely. I, you know, have them more sparingly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and even in like, and you talked about relationships. I, I think, um, Something that impacts our relationships is how we listen to people Mm. because a lot of times we're listening and this is for your friends, for your partner, even for your parents. It's like, how are you listening to people? Are you listening with that judgment already in your mind? If you are, and maybe you need to reassess what you're judging them on. And is it something true? Is it false? And that's Mm. take yourself to court. Is this person really this way or is this a, this a this a image or a perception that I created within myself. Have I talked yeah. to them about it? Yeah. And so when I hear them, am I really hearing them, or I just am I just hearing my judgment through them? Mm. So I think that's another thing. That, you know, when you think about positive relationships, yeah. it's like changing how you're listening to people and listening from understanding versus judgment and waiting to respond because that changes how you feel too. So every time you have a conversation, if I'm like, Oh, I know what you're about to say, (laughs) you know, whatever it is like, well, you ain't even listening. You just, you already already there. You're already there. Mm -hmm. You're already annoyed, you Mm -hmm. know? So little bitty habits, bite sized things you can do every day. Just think about them. Yeah. Don't try to do everything at once. Be more conscious. I think yeah. that's the thing. Intention. Intention. That's you hear the word a lot I'm about mindfulness. I think yeah. for me, when I think of mindfulness, it's 
thinking about all of my actions before I take them. Yes. And being mindful about yeah, those actions absolutely. I'm taking and asking myself, why am I doing this? Do yeah. I need to continue to do this? Is yeah. this a healthy habit? Is this a That's that inventory. Habit? Inventory. Absolutely. And some things are very simple. Like I used to have a habit that if I was at home, I would just turn the TV on. Mm-hmm. It just was a part of my habit. And yeah. then I was like, why am I doing that? I'm not watching it. No, it's, it's just a ritual annoying. you've done. Yeah, it's a ritual. It's not yeah. feeding me. So instead, let me turn the TV off yeah. and let me turn on some uplifting music that Absolutely. has a positive message. That simple change. Or here's another simple change that I really love. I changed all of my passwords to affirmations. Mm -hmm. You type your password a million times a day. So instead of it being like password one, two, three, make it I am strong, I am beautiful, exclamation point, pound, hashtag, pound sign. That's not my password, so Mm -hmm. don't try to hack me. But... (laughs) <laughs> change your password to something yeah. that's an affirmation that's absolutely. a very little absolutely. thing that now you're repeating that over my hand I am beautiful yeah. I am strong yeah. and so there's little things like this that you can just be more mindful about trying absolutely. to constantly encourage yourself and love on yourself and I, 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 I I'm, I'm a music person so I I start my I have a playlist that's probably like a hundred songs strong Ooh, right now what, um, but what, what is it on can we get it's on title because it's black owned it's yes. black owned what's the name of it How Word. Can, we, can we share it it's the selfie love playlist I'll have to share it okay Okay, we'll put a link. But it's called the Selfie Love Playlist. But I have a rotation of songs that I start with different songs each time. So one one day it might be NDRE, I Am Light. Another day it might be, you know, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Shining, Shining. You know, it it depends on what I need. So it's like finding small things. So I do that every morning. It's a different song every Mm. morning. But I have a rotation of songs. And that's practical. That's just turning something on. But it's it's starting your morning right. So I think... Another thing is deciding how you start your day, like how you start your day. Like you said, gratitude is one mm-hmm. thing, but finding a ritual that um, adds good energy into mm-hmm. your life every morning will help you and how you end your day. Yeah. So instead of ending your day, scrolling through social media or watching a TV show, Guilty. all of us are <laughs> right. It's like bef- like two hours before you go to sleep. Like power down sooner and do something else. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to read or if you if you're like me, I like audiobooks or a mm-hmm. nice good you know, a nice podcast or just some music or cooking or doing something, something outside of, of being yeah. online because I think that is something that is increasing the stress and overwhelm yeah. in people that look like us every day. And it impacts your sleep. Like they say Absolutely. if you want like they say in, before you go to sleep, you should remove that screen away from you for at least mm-hmm. an hour so your body can start. Have time to shut adjusting down. down. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So please, for everybody who's listening, if you have any other practical tips or, or small steps that you have taken yeah. to increase your happiness or to mm-hmm. be more mindful, please share them in the comments. We would love to read them. And thank you, Keontu, so much oh, for joining thank you for us. Having me. Yay. Yes. So um, tell us where we can find everything that you're doing. Sure. So on Instagram, um, check me out at the happy pop up at T-H-E-H-A-P-P-Y-P-O-P-U-P. Yes. The happy Mm -hmm. pop up or Keonti Lomax um, at C-H-I-A-N-T-I-L-O-M-A-X. And you can find me through there. Instagram. Wonderful. Thank you guys for listening. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for being a part of our journey and listening to the Black and Green Podcast. Tune in next week when we feature another Black woman artisan who creates all-natural products. You can buy products to support our artisans at blkgrn.com and check us out on all social media at blkandgrn.
Make sure you like and share our podcast with your friends. Until next time, buy black and live green.